once again to another hotshot. This is number five, quick introduction to the spot testing framework. My name is Peter Pilgrim, platform engineer, DevOps specialist, and Java champion. This is all about Spock. Spock is a behavior-driven testing framework, a BDD testing framework written in the Groovy programming language. Obviously, this uh framework works with Groovy out of the box. But did you know Java developers can also use it in their microservice Java applications? Uh, the idea of Spock is, uh, is based on the idea of specifications. Specifications are written features of a system that are under test that the system under test should implement. Features can be properties, functions, methods, and other aspects of behavior that a system exhibits. So let's take an example. Suppose you're writing an e-commerce shopping cart uh, with, for an e-commerce system and you start with an empty shopping cart and then the total price of the shopping cart should be zero. Uh, this might be called feature number one and that is the first feature on the test. So now let's add a simple and basic product such as, uh, what shall we do? John Smith's Iron Widgets at 100 in a bag for £9.99. Then the total of the shopping cart should be £9.99. Now, if you add another item of the same type, uh, same product, then the total of the shopping cart should be £19.98. Now, suppose we have um, a third feature that we want to test. We add something from the campaign marketing team. Uh, let's say we want to fulfill a bog-off promotion. So bog-off in the UK, and probably anywhere else, stands for buy one, get one free, bog-off. So let's add a bog-off promotion for all John Smith ironmongery for this month of May. Then you can add this third, a third bag of iron widgets and the total of the shopping cart should still be £19.98. So as you can see, BDD is really popular for product owners and I could have said... Uh, a dream of uh, for a business analyst, uh, you know, working with an engineer or DevOps specialist like myself. The specification represents the business rules for a working application, and this is why BDD is really loved by agile practitioners. So, um, Spot kind of reminds me of Cucumber in Ruby, eh, and also the JVM version of the Cucumber framework, which is called Cucumber JVM. I first came across Cucumber uh, in a separate contracting project and it was being used there on the, at gov.uk for UI, UX testing. Um, I, I guess I helped bring that project and many projects there into reality, but I digress. Um, so let's continue with Spock. As I said, Spock specifications are written in Groovy. And to best make use of Spock, then you're going to have to learn to use Groovy. Unfortunately, and uh, there's no problem with this at all. Groovy is very easy to learn and, and it's designed, it was designed by James Strachan to be uh, very uh, similar to the Java language. Um, so you start with an empty Groovy file 
and you simply add Spock dependencies uh, to your Gradle and Maven project files. So if you're using Gradle as your build system, then you certainly need to add the Groovy plugin to your build, a Gradle build, and by applying it. So I uh, on the radio and podcast, this is very hard to see. So I would refer you to the accompanying um, website or blog, my blog at zenonink.co.uk and search out this podcast article. So um, as I would be writing, apply plugin Java, apply plugin Groovy. So afterwards, you then need to add all your Groovy language dependencies and also the, the spot core dependencies. You might find that you need some other dependencies uh, as part of your Java unit tests as well. Um, so there's a few... There's a Spot Framework, Core, Spot Framework, Spring, if you use Spring, and if you then use Hamcrest, and of course, if you want really nice reports, uh, there is a, a, a dependency called Spots Reports. Just see my blog article. Under the Gradle, the standard, under Gradle, Build to the standard location for Groovy code is source slash main slash Groovy. So you write your first Groovy specification in Spock under this project tree. So I'm going to skip to where you start defining your specification. And for example, you might write my class, my shopping cart specification extends the Spock specification class. And so inside this class, you can uh, you in, you add your fields, your your collaborators, and the obviously um, instantiate the class that, that you want to test. That is under tests, the object under tests. Um, if you happen to be using a dependency injection framework like Spring, then you, obviously you're going to auto wire these dependencies. Spot really does work with well with the Spring framework, including MVC framework, and if and it also therefore works with the Spring MVC REST framework. You can start writing feature tests by defining, say, custom Groovy methods, and you'll love it. You can write really readable feature names uh, with spaces as long as you quote them in double-quoted strings. So you can write def, Double quotes, creating an empty shopping cart must be empty, end quotes, parentheses, and then the body of your function. Um, feature methods are at the heart of the Spock specification. So each feature is broken down into four steps. The first is you set up the features fixtures, if any, equivalent to a crime with resources from, I say, a database. Number two, you configure messages that will be injected into the system on the test. This is the object that we are testing, shopping cart. Thirdly, you describe the response that we expect from the system on the test. Uh, and fourth, we clean up the, any residue of the fixture of this test and release the resources, the connection to the database or to message systems and queues, for example. 
in, spe- in under Spark, specifications are have the, this idea of blocks. So these are syntactic areas of code where we stuff configuration, set up resources, and define behavior. These blocks are deliberately designed to be reasonable, concise, readable to a non-technical reader. The secret source of this is the main specific language programming that those clever Spock engineers wrote with the flexible Groovy language. It is the reason why Groovy is loved beyond Java engineers since the year 2005. Thank you, James Strachan. Again, I digress. But if you want to look more at Groovy DSLs, that's your homework. You can write a simple feature like this on a radio by um, taking the method that we have before, or maybe let's revise it. Let's add uh, a new method. So we want to add a single item to our cart. So, and you, again, you look at the Xenonic block for the code listing and uh, blocks are named with the key DSL name, such as DSL uh, setup, and then colon. So the setup block reads like, uh, let's instantiate our e-commerce shopping cart, and then we instantiate a product. We want one item of our product, and which is has the title John Smith, and, and it's the description is iron widgets, 20 per bag, and the cost is $5.99. In Groovy Syntax, you can, there's a handy, you can write big decimals really easily by writing or typing 599 capital G. And and that gets converted or instantiated as a big decimal. Voila. Um, and then, so in in a specification, you have a setup blocks, you have a when block, and, and a then block. And you can also have a given block as well. So each block name is followed by a colon. And you can think of these kind of like, uh, switch case statements when you look at the language but these are just uh, paragraph headlines but as I would describe them that describe uh, the actual block of code um, f- finally there's a, a, the, uh, there's a cleanup block so that would be say releasing resources connections to database um, there's also within Spark uh, the handy with method, and this is part of the Spark DSL that accepts a target object and a groovy closure method. You can think of the second parameter as a lambda method in Java that returns void, and thus you can write a simple, simpler than blocks with the following code. So you can say with shopping cart and then inside the your block or you can say empty is it false does the size equal 1 does the shopping cart's total price equal 5.99 and brilliant it's brilliant it it looks extremely readable and finally the um, what 
I describe as the killer feature for Spock is data-driven testing. So this is available in Cucumber as well. Uh, and it looks almost exactly the same. So if you don't know what um, data-driven testing is, um, you can basically write uh, tabular input data for the system under test and then verify the system behaves correctly. We can write data-driven tests with two additional blocks called expect and aware. And therefore, you can say in the a website, you can actually look for my example about um, feeding data into a Fibonacci series. And there's a method that actually computes the Fibonacci series there. Um, you can see in you have the expect block which with the method called to calculate a Fibonacci which takes a parameter called A and there is a double equals equals B which is a, another parameter um, so and then you have the where clause uh, the where block rather um, we're talking Spock not SQL databases so the where colon uh, block. Uh, it has this special syntactical format where you, for each line, represents a, a row of data, like in a database table. The first row of the database table uh, denotes uh, parameters or the names of parameters. So the parameters in my expect uh, are A and B. So I have a two-column um, table. Basically, the first column represents the import, and the second column on the right represents what I expect. So, it, you know, where if a Fibonacci of input of one brings me back, should bring back one Fibonacci of two should bring back uh, one as well. Fibonacci of three should bring back two. Um, the way that should go and build the right result for Fibonacci test. So now that you kind of understand uh, Spock's greatness and goodness, I I would recommend that you read up and learn about Groovy's mocking abilities, meta object programming, and then read Spock's own mock, mock object framework. Uh, Spock has a powerful mock object framework uh, behind the scenes and it's more akin to Mokito. Uh, so for example, uh, the big difference between Spock and Mokito is that uh, the, a Spock mock will return a default answer rather than throw a runtime exception. Um, for example, we will return false, zero, an empty string or void or the equivalent expected answer. So the, follow, the philosophy is called lenient mocking. However, engineers obviously can customize the mock object method by stubbing out a value with a value. Spock makes use of a specific operator, uh, operator overloading to make this readable and literate. Um, it's really quite good. So let's suppose we have a microservice that implements a payment engine provider. And again, this is radio, so you need to follow along the website. 
uh, to see. Um, so basically, I have a payments provider interface, I suppose written in Java, a credit card payment provider, payments provider that implements this interface payments provider and then I can write a the contractual interface for uh, in in the spot specification and say so in my setup block I can mock the actual class just like Mokito so mock in parenthesis the name of the class uh, concrete class credit cards payments provider and then I can use a given block to stub out a method, which is the shopping cart uh, may, will call to make um, the order available to, uh, to the payments provider. So uh, the payments provider has a method called request payment, and we don't care about the methods, parameters actually, and then we all we're interested in is the return type and the value, which is a Boolean and true. So you can see the, the, du the double greater than symbol uh, it basically illustrates stubbing out this request payments method. And then we can write uh, when and then block clauses, or uh, which is to add uh, the pricing engine to uh, a pricing engine to the shopping cart, which is our promotion task. And then we add items to the shopping cart. So we want to add our iron widgets again, and then check that the result it becomes true. Uh, yeah, so it's really quite interesting. I um Spock, so the illustration that I have on the website, although slightly contrived, is I guess a proper is a proper application. We'd be using Westful calls and using, of course, a dependency injection framework such as Spring frameworks. Trust me, with enough tweaking, you can write some stunningly refreshing, comprehensive tests with Spock. And, and it's one of the great things that we love here at Santander, UK. Spock has um, powerful mocking abilities that make it useful for hybrid unit tests and integration testing. So you can be well on the way, way to writing precise contract aligned and, and a comprehensive suite of tests for your microservice application architecture. Um, this is a quite a long one, which almost uh, it should be a serious episode. Um, my final advice is to go and look on um, the blog and see if you can follow the Spring Boot test specification and, and which features the annotation at Spring Boot test, uh, which is a Spark Groovy test which is written against Spring Boot, and we're injecting um, like message gateway syncs and, uh, of course, uh, for sending messages across the system uh, between our microsystems. We also feature a Spock annotation called at on roll, and you definitely want to make use of uh, on roll to in your data-driven feature tests um, and also in this uh, specification which I call 
Acme payment specification, you can see a powerful uh, example of veric verification where we uh, have this notification service. And what we're checking, as well as sending dri driving data uh, into this um, specification test, we are checking that we get the notifications out uh, through a notifier. And we're actually mocking this notification notification service um that it's a lot <laughs> um spock is really interesting and uh, it's a useful tool to add to the usual suspects of junit mokito hamgress which you already have in your work stream anyway so and we're finding it really useful in the Java world. So that's all from me for now. Enjoy your platform engineering and DevOps and mucking about with AWS. Uh, wherever you are in the world, enjoy your working day. Bye for now. This is a Pilgrim Engineering Architecture Technology production. You can copy the data, the media, and the code, but you must always attribute the source. You can follow us on Twitter at Peter underscore Pilgrim, or go to the website zenonic.co.uk. Shares, likes, comments, feedback, always appreciated. Enjoy your day. Make it a good one. Bye for now.